0: Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio, the one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis.
1: All right. Thank you, Paul, for kicking us off and welcome everyone to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. If this is your first time tuning in, Demand Gen Radio is a bi weekly podcast where we bring you some of the top industry experts and thought leaders, best-selling authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing. And today, I am joined by Isaac Wyatt. He is the Director of Marketing Strategy and Operations at New Relic. Um, Some of you might not know New Relic. They are a publicly held Silicon Valley high-tech firm, and they make a suite of analytic solutions to help companies get deep, rich performance analytics really across the organization. And it's great to have Isaac on the program today and to talk about what's happening there in marketing operations. Uh, Now, Isaac, well, if if you ask him about himself, he will come right out and tell you that he is a software business nerd and lover of Silicon Valley, uh, the tech scene. He's New Relics, as I said, director of marketing strategy and operations. And his mission there is helping organizations achieve their goals by optimizing workflow through the entire value chain. His team is focused on aligning people and their activities, deploying technology and automation, marketing enablement, analytics, and resourcing strategy. And over the past decade, uh, Isaac's career has really rocketed from his start as a marketing coordinator to becoming the badass head of marketing operations that he is today there at New Relic, and he's been at Blue Jeans Network. And Citrix Online, Isaac. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. This is this is great to be a part of a podcast that's uh, so well received. Uh, not only uh, by myself, but uh, many of my team members have, have listened to uh, the work that you produce. So, yeah, excited to be a part of this.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's it's been fun for the past couple of months uh, kicking off Demand Gen Radio. And and you yourself have been on the speaking circuit this past year. Uh, did a number of events. Where, where did you speak last?
2: The last big event that I did would have been at MarTech in San Francisco put on by Scott Brinker. Uh, I think that that event drew about 1,400 people, if I remember the reg numbers correctly. And we talked a lot about the nature of marketing operations and how MarTech fits into the strategic DNA of organizations, and my talk there was a lot about how tying um, marketing technology into your marketing workflow and work streams and really thinking of it from not just an isolated tool but, as a suite of marketing technologies, weaving that into your DNA, um, and it really takes somewhat of a systems thinking type of approach in order to get the most value out of that that tech stack. It was a phenomenal event i 'm definitely going back to Martech uh, this upcoming year, and I uh, hope to speak there again as well.
1: You know when someone like you has got their recipes for success, people want to hear about it, and I want to thank you again for joining us on the show um, let 's let's talk about that kind of you know you have been experiencing this whole evolution of marketing ops. Going back to the time at Citrix and uh, New Relic, so take us through that evolution from your perspective because marketing operations has really changed. Uh, We both seem to change a lot over the last five to ten years, and I'd love to get your perspective on it.
2: Yeah, so you know, to be really transparent, when I joined Citrix in 2006 as a marketing operations analyst. I didn't exactly understand what marketing operations was. I was a uh, relatively poor college kid looking for a job and I knew that I liked analytics and that I loved uh, marketing and and just really understanding um, why People choose to make the purchasing decisions that they do. And so uh, w- when I had the opportunity to join Citrix in beautiful Santa Barbara, California, it was, it was sort of like a no-brainer as a post-college job. Uh, at the time, my role in, in marketing operations was uh, really to administrate a lot of the uh, processes that that helped all the other marketing organ- organization team members really understand um, you know, what they need to do at what point in in the work stream, and then uh, look at the results of that. And at this point, there was no marketing automation really in place in the market. Uh, Eloqua was just starting to come onto the scene and it would be another year before Marketo really became a a, a name people were extremely familiar with. So uh, this was even pre-marketing email automation. And <clears throat> through the addition of, of various technologies, the, the marketing operations role really expanded from just being a, a role that was sort of a more or less a back office function of running processes that, that checked boxes on, on to-do lists. And, and it really became more about orchestrating uh, the various automated workflows that uh, manage different customer touch points. And it really became a front office function and i don't remember exactly when it was maybe when when i hopped over to blue jeans network and i think maybe 2012 they really understood that when you're using a suite of tools especially in the digital world where these tools either consume data or they create data and most of them do both you you sort of have this reinforcing work stream when you look at analytics where the data that's output from the tools is an input to your analytics and the two reinforce each other extremely well because now your analytics actually serve as a decision point for the activities you choose to put back into the technology. So, you know, I'm sort of envisioning this, this cyclical workflow where it's, where it's, activities go into the technology, the technology creates the data, the data informs the analytics and the analytics go back to the beginning to reinforce and inform the decision that goes back into the technology and so on. So it's been an amazing evolution from simply just managing processes uh, in a back office role and really creating a process that informs strategic decision making, leveraging all the customer touch points and all the data that is an input to the analytics
1: no no doubt and you know um, it's it's been nice to also see that marketing has transformed from almost the service bureau within the organization you know on the servicing side uh, as you said you know kind of taking in requests and and to do's and really being uh, a driver and an engine of the growth of the business and you having that analytics passion and all those insights uh, you become a critical function within the organization. Um, let, let's let talk about also, while we're on the topic of this evolution, the transformation in terms of the, the organizational chart. So even though we're on uh, a podcast and people are listening to us, maybe pretend that you're standing in front of a whiteboard and you're kind of drawing out uh, the marketing ops organization. And, you know, there's certainly been different ones that you've, you've led. But what would it look like from a, a roles and responsibility perspective uh, perspective, because I think it's important that you know the the marketing automation specialist role. You know that's a role now within marketing operations. It's not the entirety of marketing operations. So draw draw that out for us.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point, David. Uh, you know, uh, just a quick note on the on the difference between the marketing operations or automation specialist and sort of the marketing operations role as a whole. You know, there was a time when when people equated marketing operations with with being the marketing auto- automation guru, um, but because of that sort of that that data and analytics and that decision workflow that that I just talked about a moment ago, um, it's expanded so much uh, from there. So yeah, marketing operations really encompasses what in, in my mind is well three key elements. And so if I'm if I'm standing at the whiteboard, drawing out my org chart. I'm thinking about what does the marketing organization need in order to achieve its goals and its interlock with sales and product, and it boils down to three elements, and I think about those elements as the people, the tools that the people need in order to achieve their goals, and the process or procedures that they need to use those tools or follow in order to achieve the activities and the goals that they're after. So when I think about people processing tools, what do they need support with? And I think that, firstly, they need support with decision-making, and that's, that's analytics and insights. That's using the information that we have today in order to have more informed decisions about what we do tomorrow. That's marketing technology and that's everything from your marketing automation tools and your predictive lead scoring tools to your CRM or what have you. Marketing alignment and interlock with other departments, so that's having the right expectations set with your sales organizations, that's with your product organization having a product pipeline that that's shared and communicated across the marketing organization and messaging documents that your product marketing managers share out. And that's about marketing resourcing and planning, uh, figuring out what gaps there are in the organization that need to be filled and figuring out what the right goals are for each function within the organization. And lastly, it's, it's about marketing enablement. And this is maybe the most important part uh, because the the people aspect of a marketing strategy and operations organization, it's really people that that take the information that you have and use the tools that you have and really create a valuable output. So I have a marketing enablement specialist working to enable people to use the tools, using the information and insights that our analytics department puts out, and taking those tools and that information, and working hard to achieve the business goals that are set forth that make our sales organization successful. So a marketing enablement specialist, a marketing technology specialist, a marketing analytics function, and then a marketing operations function that's that's in charge of business processes that get translated into system processes.
1: A much broader set of resources and team members than than we see in certainly small and mid-sized companies and and a growing function. Um, We are going to take a quick break, uh, hear from our sponsors and come right back and continue this conversation. We've been talking with Isaac Wyatt, the Director of Marketing Strategy and Operations at New Relic and we'll be right back in a minute so don't go away. (music)
0: Have you ever felt that you're not getting the most out of your marketing automation system? Well, you are not alone. But there is an answer, an award-winning agency called DemandGen that can not only get your team out of batch and blast mode, but turn your team into high-performance marketers that drive more revenue and have the kind of results you're looking for. They also have a marketing dashboard to show it. Experts in Marketo, Eloqua, Salesforce, and dozens of other top marketing technology The folks at DemandGen have helped hundreds of the top marketing teams around the country, and they can do the same for you. So stop feeling stressed. Check out their services at DemandGen.com, just like it sounds, DemandGen.com. And while you're there, be sure and visit their resource section, which is chock full of videos, free templates, and downloadable guides, all of which will help you be a better marketer. If you need a team that will get you to the next level, there's one waiting. They're just a click away. DemandGen.com.
1: All right. Thank you, Paul. We are back here with Isaac Wyatt, Director of Marketing Strategy and Operations at New Relic. And we've been talking about the evolution of marketing operations and a little bit about the departmental structure over there uh, at New Relic. So, um, You know, Isaac, you started as a marketing coordinator, I think, a little bit more than a decade ago, and you've seen your growth, and you've seen, you know, as you go to these MarTech conferences and the Marketo summits and such, you're seeing a lot of people get their certifications in marketing automation, and and you have a much broader role. So um, anything to share in terms of career paths? Or, or roles that you might uh, share with our listeners in terms, of, in terms of some learnings from you on how to direct yourself along those paths because you gave a couple different roles before and you know any of the personas or experiences that you've had and come across would be, I think, great insights.
2: Yeah, thank you, David. Uh, there's a lot that I think about in terms of what's made me successful in getting to this point. And... There's no doubt that because so much of marketing is digital now that having a good understanding of technology and a great understanding of basic analytical techniques and, dare I say, statistics that may scare some folks, uh, but, but really understanding how technology works, what an API is, how data streams function, and and how to run very, very basic analysis, whether it's sort of longitudinal type of time series data or sort of exploratory cluster analysis. Because businesses are digital and there's so much more pressure to wring out efficiency out of every dollar spent in marketing, understanding how a dollar spent here results in ROI is, is so critically important. And because no one is closer to the data than your marketing operations team, they are the ideal function to really put together a resourcing strategy that helps achieve goals and align people to achieving those goals. And so for folks that are thinking about how to expand their marketing strategy and operations function or looking for career paths, I definitely think that taking a holistic organizational view, not just from within marketing, but understanding what the company's goals are and how what you're doing in marketing serves those goals and the data, the vast amounts of data that you have access to that can inform what the right thing to do is, that's all great stuff to, to further uh, the career within marketing operations and marketing strategy.
1: So it's a. There's never been a better time to be in marketing. I'm blessed, but I've got two daughters now at San Diego State University, both of them studying business marketing. And when they graduate, and along their path there, you know, they can go down the art path or they can go down the science and and systems path, and it'll be interesting to see the directions that they go and their evolution and their own career journeys. And, you know, we've worked with probably 400 companies that have either Eloqua or Marketo or some marketing automation and CRM system. And every day I experience, and our team gets to experience, you know, all these different uh, sets of expertise using everything from the tools to the art and branding and event marketing. It's, it's an
2: incredible. Oh yeah, what- it's definitely a, a, a science involved in, in marketing these days that, that wasn't as present uh, in the past. And that's not to downplay the role of creativity in marketing, it's still very, very much alive, whether you're talking about creative branding and imagery and videos and whatnot. But because so much is digital and, and that's where the primary buying channel is now, uh, there's very much a, a science involved to it. And when you talk about predictive analytics, right, there's machine learning and and, and data science involved and really figuring out who your key buyers are and, and the best way to uh, shepherd them through your, your buying cycle. So a little bit of both. No doubt. I've got a, a blog post coming up and I'm going to
1: talk about buying and selecting Martech. So, uh, you're going to help give me some information to, to lead into that blog post and give to our listeners. Let's, let's talk about, uh, the Martech stack. All right. So, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, kind of the current state of Martech, I think what people really would value out there is learning from them about, you know, approaches to building out your Martech stack, you know, how you do, uh, do budgeting and vendor selection. So, let me just ask you to, to to share some of your experiences and insights when it comes to um,
2: the strategy and, and the build out of your stack. Yeah, for sure. There is so much that go- that's involved in in defining your marketing technology stack for for marketing organizations that heavily rely on digital channels. Your marketing technology stack is part of your competitive DNA. It what vendors you select as part of your marketing technology stack actually determines how what your marketing capabilities are in, in terms of digital, if one of your vendors lacks a key feature that that you need in order to go out to market, that limits your competitiveness in in the marketplace. so selecting the right stack is is so critical and I'd say that it varies tremendously by by vertical and by industry it varies by your your marketing strategy itself um, at New Relic. We have a build your own cloud approach to managing a marketing technology strategy. So we might select from amongst a whole variety of, of vendors to work with as opposed to sort of the monolithic marketing technology strategy, strategy, which is to take sort of an Adobe-centric or Oracle-centric view of the marketing technology stack. And for us, this is the right strategy because we're constantly pushing the envelope of innovation in the ways that we can engage our audience and really provide value to them uh, in order to attract them to New Relic. Uh, We define our marketing technologies as Uh, on one side of a dividing line of part of our core technology or our somewhat experimental technologies. And obviously our core technologies are the ones that are going to Stay a little bit longer and, and we 're not going to change much around them over over the near term time span, but then there's the s- somewhat more experimental technologies that we 're trying out and we 're experimenting with, and they may come and go a little bit more frequently until we find the the right fit at, at which point they may become part of our core technology and really the one of the most important things though to managing a marketing technology stack of thirty plus vendors and and having, you know, that dividing line between your Cortex and your and your edge or your experimental techs is having an evaluation process where you figure out which technologies are really adding a lot of value to your organization and conducting that that audit periodically on a on a cadence that works for your organization uh at new relic we do it about every six months and when we do we find a couple technologies that um just aren't aren't providing the value that you know that we thought they would and and we so we have to switch those out for a different technology and that's just part of the selection process
1: you you guys are really um really good at being both early adopters And holding your vendors accountable for delivering value. So you guys like to experiment and try out new tools. I think it's one of the reasons that New Relic is so progressive is that, you know, you guys are a very agile marketing department, but you also, and you talk about this when you're out on the road, that you kind of run it like DevOps and you take a very structured approach to Um, having a plan and implementing that technology and, and as I said, holding vendors accountable. What what one, two, three, or four pieces of advice would you give, maybe questions to ask or things to look at for someone who's evaluating a new MarTech? Because, as you said, you've got 30-plus applications there that you guys have integrated and deployed. So what advice would you give to folks that are maybe not as far on their journey in terms of uh, looking at new tech?
2: Yeah, so the first thing that I look at when I'm evaluating a new vendor, because we have a build-your-own-cloud approach, is what is their level of integration with existing texts that we manage, or in absence of native integrations with those texts, how extensive and robust and modern are their APIs? And without getting too technical, I'd like to say that having REST-based APIs is a prerequisite when working with a vendor who doesn't have native integrations with your existing tech stack, there's a lot you can do with tools like Zapier or If This Then That, but really it's incumbent upon the vendors you're spending with to make sure they're integrating with your core technologies the second item that i that I'd recommend is make sure that you're working with a vendor who has a product roadmap that they can share with you uh, and uh, to show how they're going to remain competitive with uh, their marketplace uh, peers you don't want to sign on to a multi year deal with a vendor whose product is at its best state it's ever going to get. You need a vendor who's going to grow in the marketplace with you, and who's going to constantly push the bounds of what their technology is capable of doing. And I think the third most important thing is to look for look for vendors who want to view you as a partner, and for you to view them as a partner. So much of the marketing we do today is based on interdependence with uh, the folks that are in the industry. And if, if you're trying to work with someone who, who is, you know, not well-known in the industry to, to have close relationships with their customers, um, that's going to be an, an organization that, that isn't going to provide the most value for you and may be a candidate for, you know, MarTech replacement down the road. So definitely choosing vendors that are interested in building that partnership is critical.
1: Great advice, and uh, I did a webinar last week. It's probably published up on our website on demandgen.com, and the first whole part of that I talked about, uh, you know, the process of going through vendor selection, and I think I gave like eight or ten questions to ask the vendors, and you just added one that I didn't think of. That's a very good one, is around the APIs, and that's because, as you've done integrating with so much other MarTech is important, and it's one of the reasons that we've seen the whole ecosystem of Martech really explode, because people are designing these products from the get-go with API sets, so that you know the whole becomes greater than the sum of the parts.
2: Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly the, you know, that's a big part of the value that that New Relic provides with its tools to developers, and I really think marketers should be thinking about their marketing tech platform as an integrated system of applications that they should be monitoring the value of and checking the output of regularly as well there's actually a lot of correlations between what an engineer who uses new relics products and a marketing technologist who's using their martech products should look at and definitely checking the state of the apis is one of those things
1: Awesome. Well, I can't believe it, but I am sad to say that our time is up, and that's going to do it for this week's episode of Demand Gen Radio. Isaac, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing all these uh, tremendous insights with our listeners. I really appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having me, David. This was great.
1: All right, if you want to get in touch with Isaac, uh, you can reach him pretty easily on LinkedIn and and add him to your connections, a good guy to have on your extended team. A replay of today's episode will be posted on Monday at demandgenradio.com. And if, hey, you're enjoying the show, please get the word out on your network on Twitter and LinkedIn uh, and let uh, your colleagues know. Uh, This is Dave Lewis saying farewell and reminding you to make marketing matter most in
0: your organization.